0: Welcome to the Unity of the Valley Spiritual Center podcast featuring Reverend Dahlia Adams. You may visit us online at unityvacaville.org or you may visit us in person at 350 North Orchard Avenue in Vacaville, California. And now, here is Reverend Dahlia Adams. My name is Reverend Dahlia Adams. And I am so honored to be here with you today. We've been talking about the creative power that is within us and the power of our thoughts to channel that creative energy and allow us to create the days we want to have, the experience of our lives that we want to claim But there's something that's very, very important to say that goes right along with it, and that is the role of our hearts. (laughs) We could do all of the skills, all of the techniques in channeling our creative energy, and we could do them very, very well. But if our heart was not in it, If we did not open our hearts and bring love into the process, it would mean nothing. In the letters that St. Paul wrote, he pretty much said the same thing. You can have all sorts of wonderful qualities and things, but if you do not have love, it is not worth anything. So today, we'll talk about that experience of offering our hearts, of looking at someone or immersing in a cause and saying to that someone or to that cause or to that group, here is my heart. And even as I say that right now, there is something uplifting there is an energy that goes to the heights of my own being when I can offer my heart, when I can say to a person, to a child, to my dog, to the beautiful ocean that I love to walk, walk along on beaches, in that moment when I offer my heart, there is something transcendent. Poets have written about this in songs, lyrics, books, movies. It is such a profound human experience that it's the center of much of the creativity in our culture. One of my favorite poems that captures this offering of my heart or the joining of hearts is by E.E. E. Cummings. And that poem begins with, I carry your heart with me. I carry it in my heart. I am never without it. Anywhere I go, my dear, and whatever is done by only me is your doing. And when I read that poem by E.E. Cummings, what it captures for me is when my heart is offered, or maybe when two people offer each other their hearts, there is a oneness that is experienced that is so proud, profound that I carry your heart in my heart wherever I go. And whatever I do by myself is really your doing. And we can offer our hearts to each other, to God, to a cause, to a group, to a community. And whenever we do that, there is that sense of oneness that emerges. But the thing is, the thing is, is if my heart were closed, if it were constricted by judgment or anger or even sadness or despair or fear, if it was tight, and I offered you my heart, I would be offering you nothing. And you would probably back away and say, no, no, that's, that's quite okay. You know that experience. When someone offers to do something for you or to help you or to gift you with something that they will be doing, but you can feel from them that constriction, that tightness, that anger, that resentment that they're needing to do this for you. If you sense that, or at least when I sense that, I want no part of the heart that is being offered. It's the open heart that is the gift. So step one in bringing our heart into the creative process of our lives is to allow our hearts to open. Michael Singer, one of my favorite modern-day authors, says, do not let anything that happens in life be important enough that you are willing to close your heart. Because when we allow our hearts to close, not only does the other person not welcome the heart that we're offering, but it feels horrible inside to go through a day with a heart that's closed, constricted, angry, afraid, disappointed, hopeless, in judgment, I don't know this particular poet, Clementine von Radix, but I love the beginning of a poem that she wrote. And she says, you keep trying to turn your heart into a bomb shelter. You are soft and alive. You bruise and you heal. Cherish it. It is what we are born to do. I love that first image because we get hurt. We get disappointed. We feel betrayed. We feel ambushed. We feel damaged, injured, frightened. And we do. We try to put armor around our hearts. And her image of turning our hearts into a bomb shelter, I think, captures it. But that is not where we want to go. That is not what we want to create in our lives again because it does not lead to an experience of life that is filled with joy. It is the opposite. It is a difficult way to move move through each of our days. Sonia Choquette, she's a teacher of intuitive knowing, if you will, She says, the open heart sees, feels, and absorbs the beauty of the world. So when we are able to allow our hearts to open, when we are able to release the anger, when we are able to forgive or to trust in the presence of God and release our fear, then we start opening to the beauty of the world and, again, An open heart that is offered leads to a state of oneness so the beauty of the world becomes the beauty that we experience within ourselves. Oprah says, when you live with an open heart, unexpected, joyful things happen. Again, the good that is God fills our hearts. And the good that is God seems to be all around us. And the good that is God seems to fill us, but only when our hearts are open. And I really like, I think Eckhart Tolle captures really well what I'm trying to say. He says, at the deepest level, an open heart is spacious presence. You know that feeling of spaciousness, of there's room to breathe, to move, to speak, to dance, to jump, to play, to laugh. At the deepest level, an open heart is spacious presence in which the sense of separateness between yourself and the other dissolves. When I offer you my open heart, the separateness between me and you begins to dissolve. When I offer my open heart to a community, to our community at Unity of the Valley, I feel one with the community and my heart beats with the beating of the hearts in the community. And I know, I know that others in this community have felt it because I've watched it. I've watched it in in people's faces and the way the joy that has emerged. When I offer my open heart to a cause or a belief or a movement, then I become one with the ideals of that movement. I believe that's how Christianity grew to be the movement in the world that it is because people offered their hearts. They dedicated their hearts. I believe that's why the unity movement grew the way it did because people not only came and practiced the skills, not only did they work with the thoughts that were running through their minds and allowed their thoughts to channel their creative energy, but they brought their open hearts and there was a oneness with that which was being taught that emerged. Charles Fillmore didn't write about an open heart, but I think had he, he would have said this about an open heart. He said about love, that love is the power The joins and binds in divine harmony, the universe and everything in it. So when we say, here is my heart, and we offer our open heart, we are joining and binding in divine harmony with the universe or the expression of the universe with which we are engaged So then we need to be aware of our hearts. And is my heart open? Each of us needs to be able to reflect on that question. Is my heart open in this moment? And then that awareness needs to extend also to where, to whom, to what am I giving my heart? Because when we offer our hearts, when we say to someone or something, here is my heart, that's big stuff. That colors our lives so profoundly. So again, that mindfulness, that awareness, number one, is, is my heart open and to whom or to what am I offering my heart? And in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 21, Jesus said, For where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. Sometimes we don't know where we're offering our heart. So it's easier to ask ourselves, Where is my treasure? Where am I laying up my treasure? And what Circumstance or in what situation, or to what person am I giving my treasure? You know those young, romantic relationships where you know everything, everything is just colored in, in these wondrous colors, and everything is perfect, and we watch people literally give themselves over to someone else to the point where they lose who they are. They lay up their treasure in that one person or that image of the person. It later often becomes a beautiful and powerful love in which both people can be present and offer their hearts to each other. But where is it that you're laying up your treasure. And by treasure, we mean more than money. We mean money. Where are you putting your money? Who are you giving to? Who are you generous with? Or what community are you supporting? What cause? What movement are you supporting with your money or your resources? Your talent? Your time? Where are you putting your attention? All of those things are our treasures. And where is it that you're laying up your treasure? Because that is where you are offering your heart. But that awareness, too, needs to stay. Am I offering my heart, an open heart, or am I doing this grudgingly? Because if I'm offering it up grudgingly, then that joy that is possible, that sense of transcendence, that oneness is no longer possible. So always checking in, am I doing this with an open heart? Sometimes people stay in a job or in a community or in a relationship out of fear. So they... Dedicate their time, their energy, their talent, their presence, their hearts in a situation that leaves their hearts constricted. If they're staying out of fear or out of a sense of this is what I have to do because nothing else is possible, then they're laying up their treasure. But if the heart is closed, then it brings the energy, and it brings the person down. I know I've had that experience in my life. My my first job after I became licensed as a psychologist, after I had my PhD and passed my licensing exam, was at a children's home, and in my mind, in my mind, I thought that I would love this job. The home was set up to take in children who had been so badly damaged by their family circumstances that they could not even adapt to a foster home. And so in my mind, I thought a good person, a good psychologist, would feel very fulfilled and satisfied and good about this work and would love this job. But I didn't. It was probably the job that I've liked least in the course of my life. The heartbreak was too much for me. And the the administration, the way things were handled, at this point I would think that maybe it wasn't the healthiest place to work either. But I didn't like it. But it was my first job as a psychologist, and I was afraid that maybe nobody else would want me. And I was also afraid that maybe I wasn't a good person because I did not like the job. And again, in my head, I thought good people would like doing this work. So I stayed for almost two years And I should have left much sooner because it was not right for me. My heart had great difficulty opening in that circumstance. So where is it that you are laying up your treasure, your time, your talent, your attention, your resources? And is your heart open as you are doing that? Where is your treasure? Maybe over the course of the week, think about that question. Think about where you're, where you're offering your heart, and is your heart open and filled with joy as you do so? And then a final P.S. or reminder. That if your heart is not fully open, or if you're longing to be able to say, here is my heart, in a way that fills you with joy, and you don't know quite what that might be. Again, Jesus had wonderful suggestions, and what he said about that is, seek first the kingdom of God. How are you offering your heart to the God that you know and understand? How are you offering your heart to that presence of the divine within you? Because as we do so, as we offer to God our open hearts, From the book of Psalms, we're told that God is the strength of my heart. And of course, as we offer our open hearts to God, that then becomes inclusive of all people. For Jesus also taught that what we do to the least among us, we do to him. So we open our hearts to the Christ and we allow God to become or to be the strength of our hearts. And so here is my heart. And I invite you to offer your heart this week and to allow your heart to be open and filled with joy. And so it is. We hope you enjoyed today's message. If you would like to support this podcast, you may do so at Uh unityvacaville.org.